Stepping In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. That's right. If we go by Mark's rules, we have about, what, two more weeks of that? Yeah, but you know what? Mark got uh, got the boot with his suggestion, suggestion yeah. so we're keeping it. <laughs> yeah. I also, um, I'm going to tease this for a little bit later on, but I have a really great idea of what we should do with our People's Choice Award. Oh, like you talking about the intro for the podcast? No, or with the f- with the physical uh, award. Are we getting? If, a I was going to just I was about to say if we ever get the physical. You award. You said we were getting it. We were getting one. Yeah, it's been said that it's been sent to me, but I haven't received it oh, yet. Oh, jeez. It could be lost in the mail because you moved. Do you think Mila Kunis is waiting for hers? No. no. Do you think the Kardashians are waiting for theirs? No. no. There we go. Okay, well, should I tell you guys now? Or should we wait for I later? I feel like well, let's tease it. I'm okay. excited. I'm nervous, but always excited to hear what you have to suggest. Why don't you? you know, we'll come back to it in a bit. Why it's a very Tanya us, idea. Tell us about no. New York. Yeah, tell us about New York. <laughs> okay, first of all, we went to New York for the second act premiere, and I just have to say, Jennifer Lopez is always every interaction I have with her is always better than the than the previous. She is kind and courteous and professional and so amazing. I have to admit, I expect the worst from her because of the diva reputation people talk about. She's the best. She's the best. Remember when I went to the movies with her and A-Rod? Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. (laughs) I actually brought that up, I think, in the live stream because she was running late to the carpet. And so we had to just like what they call it is like vamp for like 45 minutes. So I was just telling every J-Lo story that I had (laughs) under my belt. I was like talking about when I went to Vegas and went to her dressing room. Becca watched A Star is Born with her and A-Rod. I mean, I was just pulling out all the J-Lo tricks i'm glad that got a second round of being told yeah it did deserves more yeah. than it got yeah well okay so the stars born j-lo's amazing and so yeah just j-lo's amazing dot 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 i have to tell you guys <laughs> so you know our friend sierra she works on the morning show with us so she ends up leaving early i was there for one extra night i stayed with nicole lappin who was a guest of the podcast that's besties so cool. but who we love she's <laughs> yeah, just like it was it. so cute of her to just be like i want you to stay with me you know so I went to dinner with her, and so Sierra was like, I'm so bummed. I didn't get to hang out with my friend who is lives in New York. I was so, like, I really wanted to hang out. You guys should, like, get a drink tonight or something. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, loop us in on text. So Sierra, like, loops us in on a text together, and she's like, I'm so bummed I'm leaving, but, like, you guys should get a drink, whatever. Doesn't tell me he's hot. Doesn't tell me, like, anything. So I'm just like, okay, I'll go grab a drink with this person because he's friends with Sierra, and mm-hmm. then I'll go, and I was going to meet um, our coworkers that were going to the, the live with Kelly and Ryan holiday party that night. Oh, yeah. So, look, I'll get a drink with this guy, and then I'll go meet up with our coworkers at the party. You were using him to be a little tipsy before the party. Well, yeah. I mean, but I, like, but easy, but I did. Breezy. Easy, yeah, breezy. That's what I'm saying. So, I... Hi. So, <laughs> I, um, I go... Uh, sorry. sorry. She's distracted because our... our very special guest just walked in the room unexpectedly, and we're so excited. <laughs> so should we table this? I think you need to finish the story. Okay. And then okay. we need to do okay. some spots, okay. and then we'll do it. Okay, so um, uh, we're texting, and I'm just being super whatever on text. Like, okay, so we go to meet at this bar. It's called The Tipler. He's super cute when I first see him. I was like, okay, thanks for the heads up, Sierra. And we end up having, like, really good, like, banter. We ended up going from, like, spot to spot to spot. I was with him until, like, I don't even know, 2 o'clock in the morning. 
just like easy conversation, such a nice guy, like really just like so great. I had such a great night. I was like, I was not excited. I didn't end up going to my party. Totally skipped bailed. the party. Skipped the party. Bailed on our coworkers. I texted them later and was like, so sorry. Um, but ended up spending the whole night with him and having such a blast. He's so cool. And I thought she was about to say, and having sex with him. No, no. I went home. I went to, I went to Nicole Lappin's home. Wait, wait. Did you kiss him? I did. Oh. And? Chemistry was great. Wow. And you found yourself wanting to kiss him. Very much so. That's and an it was just element. such a relief because of the past few dates I've been on have been a little bit like. You know what, though? I think there's something about not having expectations because I feel like all of these other dates you've been on, it's been like a setup, like right. a, like big time set, you know, where there's like a lot of expectations with it. And I think going into this one where you were casual, like, we're going to have a drink, whatever you see. You guys, spray. my hair was like still done from the carpet the night before. Like I had so much hairspray and product great, in my though. hair. I was like... This, he probably touched my head and was like, this girl, has she showered in a year? Like, my hair was probably so gross. Oh, romance. <laughs> but he was so cute, you guys. Okay, so? So, uh... So he lives in New York. So, great. Yeah, great I know. Day. Mark is so poo-poo on this. I'm, there's a, so many men in Southern California. Are there, though? <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, yes. Here's the thing. It was just, it just made me, it just put me in a really good mood. He's a really cool guy. And who knows? I mean, I haven't heard from him. What are we I mean, calling him for future updates to see if he ever texts you? I was thinking Mr. Tipler. Mr. Tipler is we hilarious. Mr. Tipler. <laughs> the bar we met at. What conversation has happened since that night? Um, we just texted a little bit the next day. Um, we were both, he's leaving on a trip like for the holidays with his family. And um, I don't have any plans to go to New York. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Like, Okay, but this is good for your mojo. Good for my mojo. Like, it's I'm just exciting. like, it is super exciting. And like, Sierra's awesome. And so anybody yeah. that, and, and we ended up having like a lot of mutual friends in common, which is so weird too. Like good, like a lot of mutual friends in common. Mark, I need you to be a little Look, more like I just, excited I'm, about things that are worth being excited about. I'm not sure this is Tanya worth being excited Tanya going about. out with a guy, kissing a guy that she right. likes. Right. Exciting. I, date number two is exciting. Oh, Mark's got a point. Let's well, see. It's not Look. state number one. Okay, but with date but number wasn't... one with a period at the end isn't exciting to me. With a okay, dot, dot, it's dot. A date number one with the semicolon. <laughs> you guys, like, I was like that embarrassing girl. Like, that. I felt like I was, like, in college, like, making out with a guy in a bar. Like, I was literally, like, so embarrassing. I was like, I hope this guy doesn't think I'm such a freak. Like, truly so embarrassing. I feel like he was probably thrilled about it. Yeah. Truly. Ho- hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan Bennett is in the studio. Yep. But first, we're going to talk about Amazon Fire and BioClarity. All right. You want to start with Amazon Fire? Yes. I actually was watching Friends on my Amazon Fire TV the other night. Um, yes, I watch Friends. I, I bounce back between Grey's and Friends before <laughs> I go to too. sleep at night. That's what I do, too. But I feel like you can really tell a lot about a person by, like, who their favorite Friends character is. My mm. wife is Friends and Will and Grey. She goes back and forth. Yeah. So who's your favorite Friends character? Mine's Chandler. Yours, Becca? Uh, well, it, you know, I think I want to be Rachel, but I think I weirdly laugh the most at Ross. Mm. R- Ross is my favorite. I get a lot of judgment for it. And guess what? I don't care. But Ross and Rachel together were like the Meredith and Derek of. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But um, Amazon Fire <laughs> TV brings you all live and streaming content that you love to the biggest screen in your house. You can watch everything you love with access to Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, and so much more. Um, you can watch YouTube videos, which, Becca, you like to do. I love YouTube videos. Yeah. 
Well, you can also access websites like Reddit and Facebook on the Fire TV from makeup tutorials to cooking videos to all the new drama that's everyone's talking about. Whatever you're into, it's on Amazon Fire TV. All you have to do is say, Alexa, open YouTube, and it pops right up on the screen. And if that wasn't enough, you can even listen to this podcast and music with the iHeartRadio app on Fire TV. Yeah, so head to Amazon.com slash scrubbing in again. That is Amazon.com slash scrubbing in to order a Fire TV of your very own. And they make really great gifts for your friends and family this holiday season. Once again, that's Amazon.com slash scrubbing in. Um, do you know what else makes a great Christmas gift? Tell me. BioClarity. Yeah, BioClarity. Well, just wanting great skin is in season all throughout the year. But what better gift than to receive BioClarity? This is true. Um, the essentials routine is for normal or dry skin, and it's only three easy steps. Cleanse, restore, and hydrate. Um, I love how hydrating it is because when, especially around the holidays, I was just flying to New York and everyone else planes dry out your skin like crazy. But with BioClarity's Essentials Routine, it contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, argon, olive, and shea. Yeah, um, BioClarity also has a unique ingredient called Floralux, which we've talked about before, but it is a clever form of chlorophyll and it's proven to nourish the skin, soothe away imperfections and blemishes. Floralux has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside in. And the best part is BioClarity is delivered straight to you, um, and it is a three-easy step, obviously, we said before, a skincare routine that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty-free. Yeah, so get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code BECCA, so go to BioClarity.com and enter the code BECCA. Hello, Jonathan Bennett. Hello. <laughs> oh, Hello. wow. He's just been served some fresh fruit. I just fruit. got <laughs> fresh fruit and watermelon. It's delicious. <laughs> um, we have Jonathan Bennett hey. in hey. the studio. You know him and you love him from a very popular movie. Yeah, a very popular Christmas movie. I consider it, it puts me in the Christmas spirit. Is that weird? Really? Wait, yeah. well, I'm in a million Christmas movies. So are you talking about True. those or I'm are you talking, talking about, about the movie? I'm talking about Mean Girls. <laughs> right. Mean Girls, baby. That makes me in the Christmas spirit. Really? Is it's the weird? Jingle Bell Rock number they gave. That's what it is. The it's, yeah, only it's the Jingle Bell Rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> just going to get comfortable here. There we go. There we go. Just, I kind of just wanted to strike a pose. Yeah. <laughs> How's this feel? Good? I got a, I got a good? video. <laughs> Very good. Um... Okay, so welcome to the OR. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks for coming in. I'm excited to scrub in. Yeah. My dad was a doctor, so I, I love oh, I love wow. the idea of, of the OR. It's fantastic. Wow. Seren- yeah. Serendipitous that you're with Isn't us Isn't it today. serendipity? Not just the <laughs> New York restaurant. Wow. <laughs> right? With a good ice cream. Well, speaking of, we were just talking about Tanya had a first date with the guy. Right. Unexpected and- first date. I don't think either one of us were planning on well was it a date or was it a date no it wasn't a date it was like a friend meetup like our friend just was like oh you guys should grab a drink because you're in new york and she failed to tell me that he was a babe and wow yeah so well congratulations Thank i you. think i hope and i let's i hope that your uh i hope that the relationship is everything you ever want it to be oh, yeah i like I really that attitude hope, i hope it, i hope it blossoms it is Thank a you. great attitude we have some conflicting you know, responses to it because Mark says he's in New York. When is there even going to be a second date? Are you from LA originally? I'm from Ohio. Like, oh. I, I grew up with like Applebee's 
and like chilies. Same. Like, I'm, well, I still and I from? still eat chilies on a regular basis. Louisiana. Oh god, there's nothing better than like an Applebee's chick the the chicken salad there. It's yes. like my favorite food in the world. <laughs> right? It's the oriental chicken like, salad with the like little yes. wontons. <laughs> you guys it's so good. Are like cut from the same It's block. so good. We'll be driving down the street and James will James will literally, we'll be driving down the street and James will literally see an Applebee's. I'm like, babe, do you want to pull over? Do you want to eat? I'm like, yes. He's like, fine, let's go. That is so nice. I know. Yeah. (laughs) That is love because I will not go with Becca to Olive Garden. Oh, how long have you guys been together? (laughs) But I do have other friends who will go to Olive Garden. Olive Garden is one of our favorite things to do over in Burbank. You go to Olive Garden, you go to like, go to like Outback, Outback, all of it, then then go get a Krispy Kreme donut for dessert (laughs) if the light's flashing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then we walk around Home Goods for about four hours. We could walk around Home Goods. All he wants to do is go to Home Goods. We go to Home Goods for hours and so night. So you all go to Applebee's I and sit, then Home Goods. Yeah, and I sit and fall asleep on the couch like an old man, just like, <laughs> like I'm asleep on the couch. He's shopping around. It's like, what do you think about this plate? He'll buy like four things new for the house and, and come in to the house, and I'll, I'll walk in, and he'll be like, what do you think? And I'm like, I have no idea what's different in this room. Like, I just don't notice it, and then he's he's very into it. So. I wish y'all could see the dynamic I right know. now. I wish we had a We're, camera. Yeah, Wait, how did funny. you guys meet? Did we? He interviewed me for his show. He hosts a show called Celebrity Page TV. Oh, yeah, because uh-huh. Ashley I, I Ashley told her. Ashley I. Kennedy, yep. Yeah, she, yes. was, she was talking about how much she loves you. Yeah. Wait, hey, so you, like, thing. met yeah. on the job, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I, he interviewed me for Halloween Wars, and then I was like, <laughs> and then, uh, well, first of all, I was walking by, and I was, and I was walking by him, and I see him and I turn to my publicist like, who is that? He's like, that's who's interviewing me. I'm like, find the email. Who is it? Who is it? Like, I had no idea. And then I looked him up and then I went to his Instagram and I was like, he's gay. And then I was like, great. So then I was like, game on. And then I ran to the bathroom and like fixed my hair. Wait, so who made the first move? You. I did. You did. You reached out. Did I? I don't remember things. I really James don't. James has rolled I made his the, eyes I at everything Jonathan said. He was in love with me from the time that I, I touched. We touched. We touched. No, what I'm um, saying, like, really, though, who, like, who, did you follow I, him I on did. Instagram? No, 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 no. This is how it worked. I got his phone number. I asked him for his phone number when we were leaving. And then I left. And my publicist goes, do not call him for the next at least three days. Got to wait three days. I was like, totally going to wait. Get home, immediately call. Hi. He's like, what took you so long? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm coming back. So I went back to the Grove where we were shooting, went back and... and I was like, I need to see you again right now. So I literally had to like drive back because I can't not be here. And so I drove to the Grove, saw him. It was like the, it was like the Notebook. We're like in the middle of the Grove parking lot, and we're like searching through each, for each other through the cars. And then finally, we see each other. We're like, hi! And like the like doves are flying out. And there's like it's like it literally was like out of a movie. Uh-huh. Wow, that no, is a great no, story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Wow. Can't, now he can't get rid of me. That's so good. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny. Because I'll find you. <laughs> you are Tanya. I'll find you. Yeah. Oh. Yes, Tanya. So I work on the Ryan Seacrest Morning Show on Kiss right. FM, and he always brings in different Heard people to like mm-hmm. to try and potentially like date me. And I'm like, this actually might end up working one of these times. No, it yeah. will. It will. Yeah. I love her. She's like, she's like. You're, Jonathan you're, Bennett is proof that it works. Yes, it works. On the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Very good. Well, no, in this situation, you would be James, and whoever you meet is going to be Jonathan. Okay. Correct. Because you would be the inner, yeah. Correct. Becca really putting it Becca down. Becca 
really good. Yeah. Really I'm just good. like, really yeah, good. thank you. Really good. Yeah, I like thank it. You. Yeah, I you're really pretty. She was great. You think you're really pretty. Good segue into the wow. burn cookbook. Hello. By, wow, I feel used. By the way, if um, I had a nickel. <laughs> we were looking through this, and the recipes are so hilarious. Do you love it? Love it. Yeah. It's like, can you Gretchen, read some of them? Gretchen. Yeah. Gretchen Wieners? No, Gretchen's Wieners. Wieners. <laughs> Gretchen's Wieners. Not Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen's Gretchen Wieners, Wieners because they're pigs in a blanket. So a little bit about the Burn Cookbook. The Burn Cookbook is a parody cookbook for Mean Girls fans. It has got everything from Gretchen's Wieners to Why Are You So Obsessed With Meat Loaf? Wow. Come on. Yeah, it's Awesome wow. shooters. It's got awesome shooters. What I mean, there's everything from... It's not regular guac. It's cool guac. Yeah. To uh, to you go Glen hot cocoa. <laughs> it has got everything. Or or one of my favorite. Two gay to function Cosmo. The two gay to function Cosmo, and it's in our happy hour is from four to six. Uh, drink chapter. We have a we have a cocktails chapter called happy hours from four to six, and it's all things cocktails. And there's even my, a Christmas dish in there that's my favorite called your face smells like peppermint, peppermint bark. Wow. Come on. That's so good. Nailed really it. Good Nailed stuff. it. It's the perfect. There's great photos of you There's in here. really sexy photos yeah. of me. And then what's, what the best part is, it's not just a regular cookbook. It's a cool cookbook. It's a cool and cookbook, it's, yeah. It's not just recipes. Everything, like, in the book is written and sounds like the way the, plas- the plastics talk. Like, the whole thing from beginning to end. All I mean, it has so many different amazing, like, references and puns on different names. But then there's also games. You have a drinking game. You have a which plastic are you game. So you can get together with your girlfriends, make the recipes, watch the movie, play the drinking game, have, like, a brunch or a dinner, like, have everyone over. We have, like, awesome shooters, with our, which are champagne jello shots. Uh-huh. So Yum. pink champagne jello shots with the, why are you, uh, or no, the I can't help it that I'm so popular corn. Which is our popcorn. So wow. you literally... So like, clever. It's so clever. And so you literally get to get your girlfriends together. It's like the ultimate slumber party book. There's different games and challenges you can play in the book with your girlfriends. Bring them together. Like, it's just an experience. I know. It I was really just saying, I was like, so I want to have... It's, like, so pretty, too. Uh-huh. Like, I want to have it, like, out in my Yeah, kitchen. of course. Like, well, I'm going to sign a copy like... for you, and then you can put it right there. On, yeah, uh, well, I'm yeah, framing yeah, totally. it if you sign it. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, What's, like, the best recipe for, let's say, like... I'm inviting a guy over for the first time for dinner. Which recipe should I make? Okay, well, here's the thing. I like to eat, and I like to eat good food. So so there, there's a recipe <laughs> in there that my mom made, which is called Aaron Samuel's Actual Mom's Chicken Stuffed Shells. I saw that. So it's a recipe from my actual mom herself, and it, they're basically pasta shells, big jumbo shells filled with, like, shredded chicken, stuffing, like some cream of mushroom soup and sprinkled with cheese and topped with onions so they're literally you can take the onions off of a steak but literally they're just like hometown cooking so for me since i'm from ohio if i'm going on a date with someone i want to know that they're going to eat they're not going to be like an la person that's like i only eat kale and like rhubarb like (laughs) there's no like why would you eat rhubarb like that's gross and so i would do the chicken stuffed shells because if they're going to eat it and like get dirty with you that's great Mm -hmm. another great first date thing if you want to do is you take them to like a chicken, like a hot hot wing place to eat, and then see how messy they eat chicken wings, and you can tell how LA they're going to be or not. Mm. That's what you should do. Take them out. I mean, that's 
not fair because I, I like don't like chicken wings. I get weird about eating it off the mm-hmm. bone. Mm-hmm. Me too. I yeah, get so does James. James yeah. gets weird it about that. It freaks me out yeah. because mm-hmm. I like chicken, but yeah. it gets weird when mm-hmm. I'm having to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get like you. all that skin. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. the skin to meat ratio is not great. That's okay. Me. Well, that's that's why you're still well, single. See, I'm in the uh, south. The skin's the best the part. Skin to meat the skin-to-meat ratio is why you're single, honey. All right. Um. So. Uh, Wait. We. I know you're probably so it. over talking no, about this. No, I love it. We, let's talk we about really it. We really want to talk about the thank you next video. Let's talk oh, about yeah. it. Let's talk about it. thank How you next. How did that happen? Well, you get this phone call from a person claiming to be Ariana Grande's manager, <laughs> and you're like. Mm, yeah, okay, sure. You know, and he's like, Ariana's shooting this music video. She wants it to be in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, bullshit. Like, <laughs> like, I don't believe it. And so then I call my manager and I say, check this out. And she checked it out and she called me back. She's like, no, it's real. And I was like, why would they want me? Like, don't they want like a 22-year-old kid with abs? You know, like some kid named like Brock, you know, that's like ripped and like going to like be like in the video and be like the cool guy. And I'm like, oh, they're doing a Mean Girls parody, totally funny, totally in. So I got to go do it, and it was it was amazing. Like you know, you show up. I had met Ari a while. That's how we call it. Wow, Ari. yeah. Um, I had met Ari a long time ago at a children's uh, tree lighting ceremony for one heart, uh, one Heartland. Um, not to be confused with iHeart. Um, and we met there when she was just a kid, and I, I've been friends with her from that for for years, but I hadn't seen her in forever. And then getting to see her, like, now that she's a massive, massive, yeah. massive, the biggest star in the world <laughs> was, was really cool. And, yeah. you know, it was it was just, it was an amazing experience, the I whole know, thing. The, the video, I mean, is shattering, like, records left and right. Number one watch YouTube premiere in history. Yeah. It had 800,000 views in the first second. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It's, like, beyond. Like, I mean, well, that's the funny thing. Like, it was, like, there was, there's a lot of, and I'm not being crazy when I say this, there's a lot of, like, moments in history where... And and I'll say this for pop culture, like, you know, there's like the NASA, like when NASA lands on the moon, like everyone stops and watches mm-hmm. for pop culture. Everyone I knew was waiting at 1159 uh, with their computers open, yeah. gathered around. Parts, like yeah. I was at Warner Brothers and at like an actual shoot for for a TV show. And I walk in the studio and every single person got their computer open with that countdown happening. Yeah. So I was like, this is like everyone's stopping for the next four minutes to watch this video. So it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, was a, it was cool. It was like a phenomenon. Going, yeah. And like going to set and getting to be made up like Aaron Samuels again was the funniest <laughs> thing ever because it literally took me back. Like when they started flat ironing my hair in that st- <laughs> style, I was like, whoa, this is actually, this is actually like what I looked like. It, I looked exactly like I did 15 years ago, which was crazy. Yeah, I mean, you still look crazy, exactly, I know, right? it's yeah. really it's throwing crazy. me off the hell. And then well, walking in the hallway and looking the way I did and then walked in the hallway and you see all the girls, all of our friends that were dressed up as a plastics. When I stood behind them, it looked like the plastics. Like yeah. it looked like it did on the day. <laughs> like when, because I stand like, you know, a foot yeah, behind yeah, them yeah, and I see right. them from the back. Like, it looked like Lacey and Amanda and Rachel and Lindsay. Like, yeah. it looked just like them. They did a great job with that I music. Know. Yeah, and that's what I love about Ari. When you're doing something like that, you do it right, you mm-hmm. do it big. Yeah. And she did. She and she's did, yeah. honestly one of the best human beings you will ever, 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 ever get to meet or work with. She cares. She's amazing. She cares so much about, like, everyone from the extras, like, going up and talking to them and the background players and, like, going up and, like, engaging with them. Like, she's just on set having fun doing what she was put on this earth to do, which is entertain 
entertain people and make music and like was like her in her element being where she's supposed to be and she's phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Wow. I can't That's say so enough. Cool. I cannot say enough good things about Ariana Grande. Like I wish I could like have a parade every day about how cool <laughs> of a person she is. And that was like that's how selfless she is. She wants everyone to do well. Like jokingly, I was like, hey, I have my cookbook. When I'm in the video, when we're doing the walk down the hallway, I have school books. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I carried my cookbook? Can I do that? And she was like, are you kidding? Go get that now. Let's sell it. I was like, are you serious? She's like, yes. (laughs) I like sprinted to the room, got my cookbook, which I just, it's so funny to think 15 years ago, you're shooting Mean Girls, you're shooting that scene. Who would think that 15 years later, the biggest pop star in the entire (laughs) world would be shooting the biggest music video in the entire past decade and i will be carrying a cookbook that i made based on that movie Uh, like what what is the world yeah that's awesome yeah it really is it was really exciting it was really fun and the girl that they cast as Lindsay lohan look like looked just like it's her it's ari's friend liz from dynasty right she's on dynasty i can't Mm. i can't think of her last name yeah dynasty okay look her up liz from dynasty Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, this room is just like no. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah do yeah. we have any Elizabeth Gillies. Elizabeth Gillies? Elizabeth Gillies. Yeah, she's from Dynasty. She's great. Can we do a um an email with Jonathan? Do we have any good ones that people need life help and advice? About? Absolutely, we can. I yeah, think let's totally do an email. James like is going to help me with this. I feel like this. they'd both be great too. Yeah, James, come on over advice. here. advice. James, come on over here. Side note, there's one email I really want to get to at the end of the podcast about this uh, 27-year-old who has, doesn't know how to put a tampon in. Yes. No, I oh, flagged that one for sure. I'm not yeah, sure that's that perfect like for perfect this situation. Jonathan. Uh, here, okay. Babe. How about this roommate issue? Anonymous emailer. Help me. James going to help me on All this right. one. Mark's right. going to read the email for okay. us. I'm in college at a university where I live with three guys. This uh-huh. is a female uh, right. writing this, and that's yeah. kind of a fun setup. One of the roommates, Todd, has a girlfriend, but he's been shady vibing with girls at the club. Mm. My other roommate told me Todd is an active Tinder and goes to different girls' houses all the Very time. Good. My best friend swiped on Todd's Tinder to see if he was active, and no. sure enough, they match, and he even messaged her. Ooh. This poor girlfriend of his has no idea he's cheating on her all the time and even turns his notifications Oops. off when he's with her. I know there's a roommate code, but at what point is too far? Should I say something? I don't yes. know this girl, but I feel like I shouldn't get involved. But if someone knew my boyfriend was doing this, I'd want to be told. Any advice would be appreciated. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You tell I him. think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. girl code trumps roommate code? She said it right there at the end. The last thing was, if this was happening to me, I would want somebody to tell me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So therefore, you have to always put yourself in the other person's shoes, which she just did at the end. She knows what she wants to do, or uh-huh. she wouldn't be asking the question yeah. already. She's got a great voice. So she's yeah, got to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But here's how you do it to keep yourself from being thrown into the fire on this. Anonymous note, anonymous message, anonymous account. Come up with some way to yeah. let her know this is what's going on with links oh. and screenshots so she can see it, but then you stay out of it. And I think this person will find too, like in the long run, she doesn't really want to be friends with that roommate because he's not a good guy if he's no. doing that. I know. Yeah. He very good, like very good. Next trash. email, next email, please. <laughs> any other any other thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I personally would want to know as soon as anyone knew anything. My gut was to just stay out of it. Am I wrong on that? Oh, yeah, yeah. no. You're so wrong. <laughs> there, would you want to know? I'd want to yeah. know, but exactly. it's her roommate, Not a, they're not even close friends. And this girlfriend, she barely knows. Yeah, but she knows saying, a lot about what he's doing. It's not like she just heard one thing. It's like... So you bam. always tell no matter the situation. If it's, yeah. it's a neighbor. And girl code is like stronger than anything. And her friend her friend matched with him on Tinder. So right. there was a personal connection. Okay. Thank always you. look Thank at you what next. you would want in the same situation. Right. All Thank right. Next. This is from Suze. <laughs> 
I'm 30. I went to an event with someone I really liked in September. I'm 30. He's 31. We had a great time together, but I had to kick him out early when the girl I was sharing a room with was heading back. It was a rushed, sweet goodbye, but he didn't ask for my number. I didn't sweat it because it's 2018, and if you have people in common, you can still connect. So what did I do? I added him on Instagram. In my head, I dropped the handkerchief. That's a phrase Tanya uses a lot, dropping the handkerchief, hoping the guy will pick it up, only he didn't pick it up. He's a self-proclaimed introvert and definitely on the shyer side. Do I need to make an actual move? Did I already make an actual move? P.S. I'm a nurse. He's a doctor. I know. I know. Um, oh, oh. It, there was that book. There was that one book Wait. they wrote. What's it called? Um, he's just not into you. <laughs> he's just not that into you. Yeah, he's just not that into you. Yeah, I don't think he's that into you. He would have like, picked it up. But this is the thing that women he do that we've talked about many times. He's an introvert. He's shy. We make excuses for these yeah. guys. Stop it. I know. I mean, same. I told the guy, I left my number for a guy at this restaurant, and I was like, he didn't call me. I was like, I probably got eaten by a bear, or like the waitress didn't give it to him. Like, I come up with all these like different excuses. So, I mean, yeah, it's not looking good. There's a very famous scene in, what is it, My Best Friend's Wedding? Mm -hmm. Where she's like, yeah, I'm chasing him, I'm chasing him. And then her friend goes, well, who's chasing you? It's that plain and simple. If somebody's not chasing you, bounce. It's not worth the time. You should always be chasing each other. And, like, if she already put out a little bit of the goods, it looks like, and he didn't follow up, like, girl, find somebody that's going to appreciate you. It's yeah. so true. Thank you, next. Thank you, next, yeah. <laughs> but also, it's such, y'all are a really good example of this, of, like, when it's right, it's reciprocated on yeah. both ends. Right. Totally. Like, he called you, and you're like, what took so long? And he thought he was calling you quick, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When both people are into it. There's no, there's no, there's none of this. Like, so she's done all she needs to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No matter what, it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna yeah. hurt. Just accept it's gonna hurt, and then just wait till you find that right one. Get back to the next party. It's Christmas yeah. time. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. find a lot of people right now. Yeah. All Go right. To the next this happy is, hour. This is from Becca. A different Becca, I assume. Not me. She's torn between two guys. She's named them Mark and Easton for our uh, to oh, help great. us understand it. <laughs> Easton. Hilarious. Easton just left, and I'm Mark. So. <laughs> Uh, right now I'm dating two guys. I'll explain how, but I really need to figure out who to choose, and I need help. Oh, this the, is good. The first guy, we'll call him Mark. I've known him quite a few years. We started off dating for a year. We're both young, and I was his first serious girlfriend. He felt like he needed more experience and to figure himself out, so he spent the next couple of years dating other people. But he never dated a girl longer than six weeks before breaking up with her because, quote, he didn't have the same feelings for her as he did for me. Okay. The not, other guy? Not into Mark. You're not into Mark. Okay. The other guy will call him Easton. I have been, we've been great friends since we were young. We started hanging out together recently, and he admitted his feelings for me, and we started dating. Mark didn't know I was dating someone when he came to me and told me he was ready to be with me and felt like he'd never love anyone as much as he loves me. So now I'm in a situation where I need to decide who I want to be with. Can you imagine Tanya being in this situation? <laughs> I was like, can, can Becca, like, goodbye? Like, it's embarrassment to riches over here. I love them both. I feel more deeply for Mark, but I have an easier time with Easton. Easton and I are more compatible, but I love Mark a little more. What's more important, love or compatibility, and what is best long-term? She's doing something right in, yeah. in the bedroom. Let's just say that. She's like, everyone loves me. Yeah. What am I going to do? I have too many options. Yeah. Oh, Shut darn. up. Yeah. That's what I say. Shut up. Okay, but Becca, serious. she needs our help. Is What's more important, compatibility or love? Compatibility. Fascinating. Well, just because I prefer the second guy. I don't like that Mark was like him and hawing over her. He was young. He was scared. I, I get Mark's point of view. That that 20, I don't know how old they are. I don't think she says. But they were young. They were 22. You're not going to commit for life at 22. You got to kind of see the world a little bit. And that's what he wanted to do. Uh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather a guy 
like go do his own thing if he wasn't ready and then figure out if, you know, when he comes back, if it's the right timing. Timing is very important. Timing is very important. Gentlemen. I think she goes with Mark. Ooh, she said she loves so him more. She does. She's a she said she loves him more. I think as far as practicality goes, yes, compatibility is where you want to look at it. But, like, this is a problem with our culture where people are so used to dating TV shows that they think they can just run their life like it's a dating TV show. <laughs> you're toying with two guys <laughs> totally, right here. Totally. And you're sitting there acting like you're the friggin' star and you get to make a choice. I actually hope they both dump her and she has to start over. Because that's messed up. If Homeboy was so into you and you were creating a scenario where he thought he could let this girl go and say, hi, I'm in love with you, let's be together. And you're like, yo, I got this whole other compatible dude over here. Like, mm, you maybe know you what, should feel though? what it You feels have like. a point because I think that like transparency and dating is one of the most important things right. that you can have. If you're dating multiple people, just be upfront and honest. And the fact that she was lying. Well, <laughs> also, too, and like we want, I think also in the dating culture and like the way our our society works with like Instagram and all the things is like you see these relationships on Instagram and you think, oh my God, what a perfect relationship. No, all right. no relationship is an Instagram relationship. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's so many layers to all of them. And if you don't have that perfect thing, Im- immediately you think, oh, well, this isn't right. No, no. You just have to talk about it and work things out. Right. And people don't do that anymore because they're like, oh, I'll just go to the next one because this one's not perfect. I'm like, no, no, you're seeing a fake facade of what totally. you, like, mm-hmm. through, like, movies and TV shows. Like, everything, like, you're going to walk in and, like, flowers going to fall from the ceiling and it's going to be perfect. Like, it, there'll be those moments, but there'll also be other moments and we never broadcast those. So, you, the illusion is there, you know? Yeah. Maybe... Instead of wishing that they both dump her, maybe she chooses <laughs> to be on her own so she can figure out things and she can figure out who she. That's probably her best bet. No, I'll feel the heartache for a second, girl. <laughs> you know what it feels well, like. Once you know heartache. what it feels like, you won't do it again. Yeah. Once true. you know what it feels like, you won't do it to another person. I don't. Yeah. And maybe you know, she hasn't felt it yet, it. and so she needs to know what Mark is feeling, and then she won't do it again. But Mark did it to her first. He was 12. <laughs> yeah. My question is, when was this studio built and when? how old are those speakers? Yeah, I don't... Wow, yeah, those like, are old speakers. Really old, like wooden speakers. Yeah. Sorry. It's vintage. <laughs> mm, very um, okay, Mad Men. Well, uh, before you have to go, can you tell everybody where they can get your cookbook? Yeah, you can buy... Oh, oh, where they can get my number one best-selling Amazon cookbook? Yeah, oh. yeah. Did we not say that? Oh, the, the number one selling uh, new release book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, that book, you can get the number one selling new released book on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon or wherever books are sold or just go to burncookbook.com. You can buy it at Target, Barnes & Noble, anywhere. It's sitting on that front table there nice and shiny, like just waiting for I you to pick it up. It. And here's I the have thing. Seen it have you seen it around? Yeah, yeah. and that's sure. the thing is that it's the best Christmas gift. Any Great of Christmas your girlfriends gift. need this book for Christmas or for a bachelorette party or anything like that. Like this is the ultimate gift. No one's going to not like this book. Do that, a bottle of rosé, put it in a pink bag, boom. Every girl named Becca or (laughs) Tiffany or Kelly. It's a great white elephant gift, too. It's a super good white elephant gift. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much. We totally skipped over. You have a movie coming out. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. (laughs) Which one? The holiday movie. The whole holiday movie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have have my movie with Hilary Duff next year coming out called The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Me and Hill Duff. We love Hilary Duff. We love Hilary Duff. And then we have... And then we have uh, Christmas Made to Order coming out on Hallmark Channel this Saturday, December 23rd at 8 p.m. Only on Hallmark Channel. It's one of the good Hallmark Christmas movies. I was just going to say, a hot cocoa in yeah, a Hallmark all you need. Oh, that's what you do. You make the, your face smells like peppermint bark from our from our book. You make the Hugo Glen hot cocoa from the Burn Cookbook. And then you sit around the 
TV with your friends and you wa- and your family and you watch Christmas Made to Order. It's very it's a very Jonathan Bennett Christmas. It's a Jonathan Bennett Christmas. Between Halloween Wars on Food Network, Christmas Wars on Food Network, all the Hallmark Christmas movies I do. Like, and the burn cookbook. It's just the holiday. I, I win the holidays, guys. Yeah. I win. Like, you are I win. the holidays. I am the holidays. I'm on every channel all the time. And it, it's so much fun. It's me and Alexa Penavega, who it's like a Spy Kids Christmas. Yeah. That's what I call it. It should be a Spy Kids Christmas, really. Because it's it's fantastic. And she's amazing. So it's 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 good. It's, you know, Hallmark movies. This is their Super Bowl. Like, this it is really, it. Yeah, Christmas so is true. it. Yeah. So true. Um, you're the best ever. Thank you so much for coming. You're yeah, so much you. oh energy you guys are, and fun. You guys are so fetch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you want to tell me my hair looks sexy, pushback? Anything else? Yes. Yeah, you can say it, whatever you want. You can. We'll do Mean Girls puns all day, guys. I know. You're so, sure, you're why not? Why not? Thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> you kids keep me young. <laughs> I loved them, Jonathan and James. I did too. And you know what the best part is? Is is like when it's meant to be, both people are just as equally into the relationship. It's true. Um, Also, when he was leaving, James said that we smelled good. Do you want to explain why we smell good? Um, Yes. Scentbird. Let's talk about Scentbird. It's a luxury perfume subscription service with 450 perfume designer brands. And you get to choose one every month. So you can choose anything from Prada, Gucci, Kate Spade, or Nest. All you have to do is choose a perfume, and they'll send you a 30-day supply and free shipping all the time. Yeah, I seriously am not kidding. It is one of the best ideas for Christmas gifts for all of your girlfriends. Like, it is in your guy friends if they want to wear perfume. That works, too. Mm-hmm. But um, it's seriously amazing. And they even have—they actually have cologne for, for the men. That's true. So for dad and brother, boyfriend— Scent Bird has got you set. With this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first perfume. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash scrubbing in and use our code scrubbing in for 50% off your first month. Yeah, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash scrubbing in. One more time, scentbird.com slash scrubbing in. Sign on and smell amazing. Uh, also, um, Becca just moved down the street from me. I did. Can we get some applause? Thank you very much. Um, and she has a very big kitchen and, uh, all the grocery stores are walking distance from our place. That doesn't matter to me. I like it to be delivered to the door. And guess what does that? HelloFresh. That's right. This last meal I had was pasta parmesan with zucchini Tuscan herbs and marinara sauce, and it was all with easy step-by-step directions on how to make it. Um, so there are three plans to choose from from HelloFresh. They have the classic, the veggie, and the family, and each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients that from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. Yes, and you can get these delicious and filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping. The best part is uh, the account is its so easy to manage with the ability to choose your delivery date to match your ever-changing schedule. You can pause deliveries when you're out of town or visiting family. Um, so for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash BeccaT60 and enter BeccaT60. Get healthy with me. Tanya's already healthy, but you can get healthy with me. <laughs> for $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash BeccaT60 and enter code... Becca T60. I know I tried to get Becca to come to the farmer's market with me on Sunday. And I was like, 
I don't even know why I try anymore. You wouldn't go? That sounds so fun. She just to walk need, around, meet people. Thing. Don't no. need that. No, but you don't, don't have to, to buy anything. Don't need to meet people. <laughs> oh, I like thrive at the farmer's market. I am like my- You would talk to everybody. Oh, I yeah, talk to, I yeah. talk to all the local farmers. <clears throat> I'm like- would love that. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. like my favorite thing. Yeah. I do it before yeah. I come to church That's on Sundays. That's a great Sunday activity because you get to be with people. Yeah. You would love that. Wait, yeah. we need to introduce oh, yeah. where this voice <laughs> is coming from. Okay, guys. It's very exciting. We have, this is my very own pastor, <laughs> Chad Beach in the house. What do I say? I um, <laughs> It's who I am. <laughs> You're referenced a lot on this podcast, actually. Yeah. That, that means a lot to yeah. me. Well, I think both of you are amazing, and congratulations on the success Thank you. of this podcast. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's really exciting. I feel like this is such a big deal to come on your podcast. Oh, wait, that's so This nice. is the big time. Oh, yeah. I, I have arrived. You've made it. I made it. So it's all downhill from here. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, well, I there we do reference you a lot. I feel like I do talk about you a lot. People were really excited when I said that you were coming on the podcast. This is amazing. There's a mm-hmm. lot to you. I feel like everything about you is like positive and encouraging, and I feel like you have so many stories to tell. I'm blushing, but yeah, they can't um, see that. But the one thing that I wanted to focus on today that I feel like our listeners could really benefit from was your journey from being in Seattle to like getting this call to come to LA, plant a church. Right. And just like kind of, I want you to talk about the journey, the struggles, because I think a lot of people, we've gotten emails too where people like um, want to pack up and move across the, you know, the country mm-hmm. to, do something that they feel in their heart, but they're not sure how to do it. And I kind of want you to like talk about, because what's really funny is, I don't know if I even told you this. I met, we met at like a um, charity event in LA and he, you were living in Seattle at the time. Right. And I met him and I was like, this is a man that like, I know he's going to be in my life. And so we like exchanged phone numbers and you were like, if you're ever in Seattle, like, you know, let me know. And I was like, I'm never in Seattle, but for sure. (laughs) We're at the Beverly Hills hotel. Yeah. And then I remember you called me, was it like, maybe a year or like is a year after that yeah. and you were like we're planning a church in LA I don't know if you have a home church and I was like I don't and then it was gonna be in Santa Monica which is right down the street from me so it was all like yeah it was so weird because when I met you I felt like you were gonna be in my life forever it's amazing and yet you weren't even living in LA at the time so it's really crazy cool. that like yeah. now like yeah that you- was years ago I, yeah. I, I totally remember that and um it's crazy you say our church originally was gonna be in Santa Monica yeah now you said I forgot then when I moved to LA and I was like, oh my gosh, Santa Monica is so far away from everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let's definitely not go there. <laughs> let's visit there. Yeah. Let's go to the third street, but let's not put a church in Santa Monica. Yeah. But yeah, I think um it is a big deal to move anywhere. You know, even if you're moving here within the city. Um, I think that you gotta do things that are in your heart and you gotta do things that are just you can't shake. Like I just couldn't shake this this feeling, this thought that I was like, I think we're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we waited on it. You know, I wanted to be wise. I had, at that time, I only had two kids. I've added two more. <laughs> I want my wife to stop. I'm begging her to stop. She won't leave me alone. It's another podcast for another day. It's on relationships. I'll come back. Reoccurring guests. Anyways. But I just couldn't shake this feeling. Like, I felt like I was supposed to, you know, come down here and, and do what we were um, do what we're doing now. And so... I think when you make big decisions in life, you always got to sit on them. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you know count the costs, so to speak. And I knew we were, you know, good to go when my wife was like, one day we were in Bellevue, Washington. And she was like, all right, 
it's time. Let's go. And I was like, if mama says we're good, then we're really good. And so, um, yeah, we came down, moved down, and and we've had a lot of fun. And it's been a wild, crazy adventure. No, it's actually, like, really nuts because the church is only three years old. Three years old, yeah. So it started out with zero people <laughs> yeah. three well, years ago. It started with how, how many were our family, family too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, our first little gathering was 11 people in our living room, legit. Yeah, and now it's how many? A couple thousand people would come on on Sunday. Yeah, that's yeah. I know it's and, and and I've known so many people who have moved somewhere and planted a church, and it's really, I think, people see where Zoe is now, and it's kind of like maybe they didn't see the struggle because they just see what it is now. Right. They see the thousands of people, right? But it is a lot of work, from what I, I mean, I haven't experienced yeah. it, but seeing friends who have done it, it's like a lot of effort and struggle and like wondering if you've done the right thing and wondering totally. if you like heard the wrong voice or something totally well i think it like it's like any business mm-hmm. you know any startup any small company um the way that i look at us is like we're like a small business mm-hmm. and if you look at any like i have a friend that has an acai shop in culver city it's called sao acai it's called a what s-a-o Acai. So I don't know how to say it right every time. I was like, is this so acai? Like, like let's let's start with your name. Anyways, um, but but like I my friend Corey, shout out to So Acai at the platform in Culver City. But I'm like, I watch his work ethic and I watch it's a it's an acai shop. He's throwing his life into this thing. I think anything, you know, if you're moving to LA. You know, it's so funny. You know, I didn't realize this about L.A., but it really is the land of broken dreams. People move here to be actors and mm-hmm. models and filmmakers and fill in the blank. And it doesn't pan out as quickly mm-hmm. or in the trajectory that they planned and thought right. they would. And I heard someone say, John Gray, I think you love John Gray. Love. John said, you know, we have this generation that has million-dollar dreams with, you know, $100 work ethic. And it's like, wow, you know, if so, you want to make it in yeah. L.A., you really, or anywhere in life, you really got to grind it out mm-hmm. and work. So I think that there, in, especially when it comes to spirituality, sometimes we can hide behind the God card and be like, God's going to do it. Or right. God's not growing it. It's like, ah, I think you need to work harder. Yeah. So, you know, I think in a great opportunity we have here is just, you know, let's work as hard as we can and, and, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the hardest struggle in the beginning? Yeah, I think the hardest part for me in the beginning was I had never had a business. So I had been a youth pastor or been a pastor on staff somewhere for 15, 16 years. I was never in charge of HR and payroll and budget and land acquisition and fill in the blank. So it was a learning curve to like run an organization. So that was probably the hardest part for me was everything else was easy and natural. I've been preaching and leading teams forever, but this part was like really cool to learn. Even saying all those things make me nervous. Yeah, I know. Right. I was <laughs> right. Sometimes I'm like, someone's going to walk in the office and be like, you're a fraud. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for sure. I knew it. Yeah. Everybody knows it, right? Yeah. Like, learn, learn. Where do you learn it all? Like, online? Yeah, I don't know. Just le- I learned it by talking to my wife, who is really smart. So, babe, what do you think about? I just trust her with everything. Yeah. I'm like, can I just smile and like hug babies and like shake hands and you do the business? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) It's actually what happens. Yeah. (laughs) You're all, and that's how it's done. I feel like you talk a lot about that. So you have two books out. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Um, 
Unreasonable Hope. Yeah. That book Aww. is life-changing. You're so kind. Honestly, if you are listening and you haven't read it, I highly suggest it. Um, I don't, I mean, I feel like that's like a whole nother, like we could go, but can you share a little bit of the story of, yeah. of your daughter, Georgia? Mm-hmm. That's crazy that you say that. I, 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 you forget about, you know, projects that you you throw your life into. So the other day I picked up a copy. I was like, well, I forget about this book. Unreasonable Hope was the first book that I wrote. And it really is a story about our daughter, Georgia. Our, jo- our daughter, Georgia, just turned seven. Oh, and when she was born, she was born, uh, her brain never formed, never developed. And um, so she has smooth brain. And with that brings a lot of complications. And her life expectancy was, you know, she's given a short amount of time to live. And the doctors, you know, said a lot of negativity over her. And she'll never do, you know, this, that, and the other. And she's really defied the doctors, you know, in the seven years of, of her existence. She's she's done, she's thrived she goes to school. I drop her off at school mm-hmm. every day right now, and her teachers love her, and she's in class, and they're working with her and developing her. But I wrote Unreasonable Hope. Basically, um, the whole thought behind that was to say, you know, sometimes in life you have to have hope against your situation. Yeah. You have to be filled with hope even when your circumstance looks bleak and hopeless. Mm-hmm. And so as a the leader of my family, for my wife and my kid, I felt like I needed to really get my hopes up. And be hopeful that this this thing, although the doctor's saying one thing, that we believe in a God that can do another. And I also feel like I control the environment of my life and the environment of my home. And so I just wanted my home to be filled with joy and laughter. So yes, the pain is real, but I can also I can turn on some good music and we can celebrate life and we can take, you know, our daughter and and give her the best life we can provide for her. Yeah. So that was the whole goal of Unreasonable Hope, just say, come on, let's get our hopes up. I think the other thing that I re- that really stood out to me too um, was how you were talking about how sometimes like your biggest pain in your life can become your biggest platform. Oh, because, yeah. like, I was in, there. That was the, I went with you and we were talking about that. Yeah, you were like preaching about it one Sunday about like that, the book. And um, it was like how something that can be like that that was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to your family totally. and yet it it, it took you from cuz that's when you started really like speaking and going into these big arenas and things like that and it was like and your empathy for people in pain just was you thought that you had the empathy before but now it's like on a totally different level 100% and that really like resonated mm-hmm. with me cuz i think a lot of people sometimes are in they're going through storms in life like they're yeah. like why am i going through this but it's like it's really to put you on the path of like where you're supposed to go. 100%. Well, I didn't realize other people were in pain until I had pain. Right. So it was just, uh, my yeah. eyes just were open, like, oh my gosh, people are in the hospital right now. And now, like, if someone's like, my mom has cancer or so, something happened, my heart leaps at them because mm-hmm. I've been through trauma. I've been through pain, so now I have empathy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you wouldn't, I, I always think, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I really wouldn't what we have to face even today, you know, like what her seizures and medication and what my wife has to deal. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but I wouldn't trade it for anything because it has made us softer, kinder, more compassionate people. And it also made us relate to people that I never would have been able to relate to. Like I'll go preach places and people will bring their children in, you know, wheelchairs and they say, we read unreasonable hope and we just, can we, you know, can you pray over my kid or can we take a photo? And, like wow, I never would have been able to relate with these people, talk to them, meet them, if we didn't go through that. So yeah. it opens up a whole world. Um, it was really cool. Unreasonable hope. It actually did really well in the special needs category, and has actually given us um, 
relationships in the special needs community. So now it's like Night to Shine comes, which, you know, we do with uh, the Tim Tebow Foundation. We throw a prom for special needs people. And it's like, I'm a part of this special community, you know, buddy to buddy and um, the special uh, needs Olympics. And it's like, I'm a part of this community where I'm, I'm one of them. And that feels so cool. Yeah. Well, it's so my my nephew and Georgia were born on the same day, so I followed the story from like literally the day she was born because I followed you on Instagram, and so it was it was cool, like you know, watching and then like seeing. I think it, it, and for some reason that they were born on the same day when when her diagnosis and everything happened, it like crushed me because I was thinking like, gosh, she's that's the same birth, you know, it was all at the same time, but. I think I've watched y'all's story and shared so many times with just random people who either are going through something that I can, not that I'm like super close with y'all personally, but I yeah. could be like, there's a story wow. and it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. It's encouraging. It's very kind. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I, I tell a story in the book, but you know, before Georgia was born, I don't know why I prayed this, but every night I would lay hands on Julia's stomach and I would, you know, pray over Georgia and I'd say, you know, God, I pray that you'll give this girl a global grace. I have not prayed that over any of my other kids, by the way. It was just, I felt to pray over Georgia this prayer. So I pray every night, God, thank you. You're going to use her around the world. Wow. She's going to touch the earth. And I would envision her, you know, singing or mm-hmm. speaking or being a missionary right. or, you know, fill in the blank. Who would have thought that at three months old, I mean, that diagnosis went out. Mm-hmm. She touched the world like that. And I thought, she has her own grace mm-hmm. that is not me and it's not Julia. It's her. Mm-hmm. People love her and they follow her. And I think that's just a really supernatural gift that she has, that she's been used to bring hope and to bring inspiration and to bring life to so many people. It's un- it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. But, I mean, I think also, too, like, you and Julia and your your whole family, like, you guys have this, like, um, it was actually one of the questions somebody sent in that they, like, wanted to ask you was just kind of, like, how you guys, like, you just lead by such a great example, you know? Like, you love, like, I think it's also, especially in the city, it's hard to see relationships like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think you guys yeah. are such a good example of, like, just, like, a strong, healthy marriage and foundation and, like, how, I guess, maybe, uh, not how you guys met but like how do you keep it so tight you've been married for how many years now 10 years we just celebrate (laughs) 10 years unbelievable well i i think you know we're like any couple any couple you throw two flawed humans together you're gonna have issues period i don't care who you are so we're like, and then you throw four babies in the mix <laughs> and still three in diapers you know we're, we're we're as common and as real as anybody in the world so we have, you know, arguments and disagreements and, you know, uh, times that, you know, the water gets hot. I think we're just committed to talk, talking through our issues and sitting down and getting like this and going, okay, how am I doing? How are mm-hmm. you doing? Uh, where am I falling short right now? Um, how can I improve? I think the only way a relationship works is if you're both leaning into each other and trying to serve the other mm-hmm. person. Going like, hey, how can I serve you this week? Mm-hmm. What can I do for you to help, to help your life be easy? 
um, I know I'm missing it if she's like, you're not making life easy for me. My my role is to make her life easy. So I think we're just trying to work our system to the best of our ability, play the cards that we've been given to the best of our ability, and um, that's what makes us strong. Our strength is in the acknowledgement that we're not perfect, we're going to make mistakes, but we're committed to resolving all of our issues. That's our goal. So I'm sorry, babe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have, you were screenshotting questions from our listeners oh, yeah, that was. wanted to be here, but they can't. I have one up, actually. Oh, oh. oh here we go. Uh, Sarah just uh, Facebooked saying, uh, Tanya mentioned her pastor's going to be on. I'd like his advice on how to find a church that's a little more modern and inclusive. I grew up Catholic, but I have issues with some of their teachings. This is an issue I think a lot yeah. of young yeah, people Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, she, she hit on, you know, maybe the two things that we're all looking for, right? Modern, which is what relevant, Mm -hmm. you you know, I always think my job is, uh, I'm like an interpreter. I'm taking ancient truths and I'm trying to interpret it in today's language. Mm -hmm, Right. So I'm kind of an interpreter that way. So I would just find, you know, I always think everyone should go listen to somebody that they, they can receive from. You know, so there's all kinds of great communicators out there. Everybody's great. Everybody's gifted. But you got to find somebody that's like, I really hear well through them. Mm-hmm. When they talk, it's like, it makes sense to me mm-hmm. and it reaches me. So that's the kind of the modern part. And then, yeah, I think that the the whole, um, the teaching part is really important. And it's got to resonate with you. Like, it's got to feel to me when I listen, because I listen to preachers, right? I listen to guys that I like Bishop Jakes. I love Jude. I think Jude is the greatest in the world. I, you know, uh, other other people that preach Stephen Furtick and Joseph Prince. And so I think I listen to people that it's like, not only are they interpreting well, but it's like, I can tell this is the truth mm-hmm. that I want to build my life on. Right. So I would just, you know, wh- whoever you are, just find, you know, if you got to go to a few different places and, and listen to a few and go, nah, nah, yep, that one's good. Um, do it because I think that the the place that you go to church is so important. It really is, whether you realize it or not, shaping so much of your view on God and your view on self and then even your view on others. Right. I know. Actually, I think I've told this story on the podcast before. Um, I had uh, two of my best friends are um lesbian couple, and they made kind of this like, like what do they call it, deal with God? Or what did I call it? Where like she was, they prayed. Um, they were getting pregnant. Yeah, and they were like, "If this sticks, like I'll go to church for a month or something. Just deal deal with God or something like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she, they got pregnant, and so they wanted to follow up, and so they're like, "Can we come to church with you?" Like, yeah. uh, don't know where else to go. And yeah, um, one of them had just had really bad experiences with church because she's lesbian mm. and always was always told like you're not welcome or just kind of always felt like that. Yeah. And I introduced you to her the yep. very first time and she had tears in her eyes because she's like, I've never felt more included or welcome or wow. respected. And like that meant so much to me to be able to like have so many years of her feeling like she didn't belong somewhere and like to be able to like introduce her to you and bring her to church and have her feel like mm-hmm. yeah. a part. And yeah. like it broke, I mean, watch seeing her tear up made me tear up because I was like, yeah. that means so much. And like, I think that was a huge, yeah, it's a huge thing for people to just to feel welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, and I'll, I'll never forget that we're at Bancroft middle school and mm-hmm. she comes in and, and, um, is now a close friend and, and, you know, we speak and I, I just think it's, it's so bizarre to me that, you know, <laughs> 
to treat someone based upon what other people think is wrong is right. just so insane to me. I'm so wrong. I'm so flawed. I have so many issues. So would you ever treat me a certain way? Because I have, it, we all are on a journey. We all have different things we're working through and trying to figure out. And it's just like, that's what I love about Jesus, man. He loved people right where they were, no matter what they were facing, no matter what other people thought about them. He's just like, hey, man, get out of the tree. Let's go have coffee today. We got to sit down. We got to be friends. Yeah. And that's what made religious people mad was that he just accepted people and brought them along the journey. And it was through his acceptance. I always think about Jesus. He, he was a person of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. He loves us well. He accepts us where we're at. And then he forgives what, what, where we're missing it. Mm-hmm. So I love that about him and ho- hope that we can emulate that. Yeah. Totally. And when people, we interact with people, it's like, wow, I really feel accepted by you. I, feel, I don't feel judged and I don't feel like you put me in a box mm-hmm. right away. I hope I never treat people that way. It's so disrespectful right. to treat people that yeah, way. Yeah, it really is. And I think a lot of people struggle with the religion part of, you know, being a Christian or having a relationship with God. They get it confused with, right. like, all the rules that you're taught versus having the relationship. Right. And I think that someone being able to go to a church and say, like, I've had so many bad experiences, but for the first time it felt good. It's probably one of the most, like, powerful things that you can offer. Yeah. 100%. Well, what changes us? Does shame change us or guilt? Like, I've never changed my life feeling condemned. Mm -hmm. It's only love that changes us. Mm -hmm. Acceptance, belonging. That's what truly, like, so I always think of that verse where it says, it's his kindness that leads us to change. So it's how, how good he is and how kind he is that I'm like, all right, like, I should sort this unforgiveness in my heart. Because you're so awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not when he's like, you're the worst. Totally. And you're a bad husband and you're a bad father. And it's like, oh, it feels <laughs> it, like that's never going to change anybody. Yeah. A lot of people will ask me things like, how are you How are you a Christian but you like b- uh, believe in horoscopes? Or, you know, I'm like, I always get yeah. like, questions like that. And I'm like, to me, being a Christian is like, uh, I want people to like be able to see the light of Jesus through me. Right. Through my kindness, through the way that I act, through the person that I am, yeah. you know, whether I, I have hobbies in the horoscopes and things like that, like it's, yeah, those are just things that I find interesting. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I do, I like, I find it fun, you know, but it's yeah. like, I think at the end of the day for me, it's like more just about being a, a good person and mm. like being kind and like just having it exude through your actions versus like kind of shaking your hand at things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so much of it is just accepting the love of God. Right. You know, just like the more I, I the more I let him love me where I'm at, where I'm truly at. Mm-hmm. Not like the fall, false pretense, mm-hmm. like so everybody can see, mm-hmm. like the real broken person that I really am. Like the more I let him love me, the more that changes me. Yeah. And so part of being a Christian, I think, is always just letting God love me where I'm at. And that will change me more and more. Because we're all we're all wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be the best version of themselves. But I never feel like that happens through like discipline and like trying harder. And I'm going to be better. It's like I think you got to receive a lot to to give a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. So good. Should we do an email with Chad? <laughs> all right, let's try this one from Erica. Uh, she recently ended things with a boyfriend, and before that, she dated a guy for nine years, and she has two boys with that guy. Mm. I'm not really social media savvy, and it kind of weirds me out when a random guy messages me that I don't know. My friends all tell me I should go on dating apps, but I don't think a lot of guys would swipe right on a 29-year-old single mom of two. 
What is some advice that you can give to get over the weirdness that I feel from DMs? Are dating apps really a good way to meet someone who's also looking for a forever partner? Wow. You're taking that one. <laughs> I mean, I think things happen in DM. <laughs> like, yeah. not bad things. Like, well, I think bad things happen, but bad... also good things can happen in the DMs. I think so, too. Absolutely. I almost feel like it's like, it is like a dating app in itself. Instagram. I do, too. I think it, yeah, I agree. Right? Um, I also think that you should be proud that you're a mom of two and don't let that be like a, don't think of it as a negative thing. Right. Yeah. I was, I always use my, my thing about the, my son has dimples like yours. And then I feel like you guys poo-pooed that one week and I've never thought of it the same. Cause like when, when you, when you're dating as a single parent, yeah. they always go like, oh, I, I have two kids and it makes yeah. it seem like it's like a bad thing where like right. they should just like put it in conversation like oh my gosh your dimples are so cute they remind me of my sons and then it's just like in part of the conversation <laughs> oh, right. and then I you guys but I get why that's kind of weird right yeah. you don't want your date to yeah. remind you of your son but let's be honest with Erica are there guys on Tinder looking for someone to marry who already has children like I feel like that's Tinder is an early stage yeah, in I'm life I like that maybe we're looking for a better app a better maybe service. there's a better app yeah. Yeah. maybe I, I like harmony I like e-harmony feels a little bit yeah. yeah yeah I would just stay off like Tinder Bumble Riot they're all kind of like in the same kind of aggressive maybe yeah yeah kind of more like casual things yes. I think yeah but what yeah. about if guys are in, or if guys are DMing her on Instagram they know about her. They know and about the her life. Yeah, they I know think about, she should. I don't I mind that. Rock it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, rock it. I'm into the DM. Yeah, but I'd say stick to like yeah, eHarmony. It feels good and like match. And I get the weirdness of strangers messaging you. I get that. Yeah, I mean, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think you should lose that skepticism yeah, about right. these guys. Because yeah. <laughs> I get some weird yeah. DMs from some random yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, true. You got to be careful out there. Yeah, but use your um, discretion. And go for it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm proud of you for just, like, getting out there. Yeah, totally. Dating's hard, and it's discouraging. And, Erica, I applaud you. <laughs> and I also I also think, it, it, like, what you said, though, like, if you got two kids, rock that. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think there's a lot of guys out there, that, you know, that are going, like, oh, you got two kids. You are out yeah, right yeah, away. Totally. Like, there could be some guys. That, it, there are a lot of amazing guys out there that are looking mm-hmm. for an awesome, awesome person. It's more about who you are than, than the kids yeah. even. And, so, like, who it. you are as a mom is really attractive, yeah. I feel like, to men. they If they're wanting a family and they see that you're a good mom, that's, like, an attractive quality. I know. Everybody always tells me, they're like, is it a deterrent if you date a guy that has kids? And I'm like, no, because I well, want kids. Well, if he's a good dad, totally hot. Yeah. Right. We like a good hot dad. As long as he's open to having more children with <laughs> right, me. That's right, right, right. Blended family. But, Let's yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Two and two. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, well, uh... You're the best. Thank you for oh. coming in and scrubbing in in the OR with us. This is, I um, love where, the word scrub. What can pe- <laughs> where can people, um, mm-hmm. so you have Unreasonable Hope out. Yep. Faith Board Future was, out. Yep. And Second we're working book. on the third one right now. Wow. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, and if people want to follow you, they can follow you. Yep. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm on those things. I'm still, I'm still strong on the Twitter. You guys are on Twitter. I love Twitter. I, I, I was just thinking this. I'm not gonna. Okay, like it's where we find our news. Like, it's where so, I find my news. So yeah. much of life is happening still on Twitter. By the way, I'm I, still all the way in. I'm so in. Yeah, I love Twitter. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it's like Instagram is such a separate little thing <laughs> yeah. than Twitter. 
Yeah, but I'm all, I'm all. No, I just agree with you 100%. When news is breaking, when somebody's being indicted or whatever's yeah. going down, I am on Twitter to refresh, refresh, refresh. Because there's nowhere else to go for that information. Yeah, yeah. Or like an, an earthquake in LA. Earthquake, How Twitter. else do you confirm Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. It's, yeah. Glad we all agree. But it's Chad Beach. That's your. I, I threw the little C in. For the first few years uh, on Instagram, I had the little underscore. Bad oh, move. Yeah. Rough stuff. <laughs> Yeah. And then I thought about nicknames like, you know, Swaggy Chad or <laughs> Preach Preacher, you know, preach, preach crap like that. So I just, I got my middle initials in there, Chad C. Beach. Yeah, I knew it wasn't just Chad Beach. Yeah, it's the Oh, C. Chad C. Beach. Yeah, I had to throw okay. it in there. Yeah. Well, I used to be BLTZ on Twitter, if that wow. gives you a Wow. Wow. You've changed. I, you know, I've... I've <laughs> Upgraded myself, but I am Becca Tilly five on Twitter because Becca Tilly was taken, so I have a number. You got to do something, yeah. You got to, but the five is actually a good move. Yeah. I don't look at that and go, really, five? really, yeah. No, I'm like, okay, five. cool. Like, I'm actually intrigued. Like, tell be... me more. <laughs> Why right? did you I'm choose one that of, number? I'm one of five kids, oh. and it's my favorite number. I like See? it. I like it. And you never thought preach speech? That seems like a see. I wow. got. I should. Okay, here's the whole thing about Instagram right now. <laughs> have you seen this whole thing that they go? Um, you know, we can put all the names you've been known as on Instagram. You know, people change their name all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people change their name a lot on this thing. Wow. Like they've it had multiple I names. Seen that. I you know seen what I mean? Either. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, so like, I was like, well, I've only had two. I've, I'm, you know, did the underscore now this? Maybe I should do like the nickname type, Champagne Poppy, or you know, like <laughs> I love these nicknames. I you do know like what I mean? Preach Beach a lot. <laughs> Wow, it's I might pretty good. Or like, remember when people were into the cities? Like Carl Lentz was Carl Lentz NYC. Oh yeah, I remember and that. then like Philip Wagner. I remember he went from Oasis. He's like, uh, you know, L.A. I don't know if I could do the L.A. I'm international. Like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what? I might do the preach beach. Or like, did you already name your third book? I haven't. <laughs> Beach the preach. Ooh. Preach the beach. Drop the mic. <laughs> Wait, before you go. Yes. You were supposed to set me up with somebody. I was just about to say okay. Chad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, stop. Did I not follow up with you about this phone call? No. He's dating now. It's so tragic oh. to me. But I told him all about you. And I said, listen, the moment this goes sour, because it will in Jesus' name, <laughs> the moment it goes sour, you tell me. Wait. I have even even better. Yeah, this is really good. I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. Well, I don't want to out him, but I don't want to out him. So okay. we'll use um different names. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The person that he was dating is my coworker's best friend. You can't make this stuff you up. You can't make it up. So this is the crazy thing. Yeah. So you told me that you have this yeah. guy you're going to set me up with, and I came to work, and I was like, oh, look, my pastor's going to set me up with this guy. He's yeah. really cute. And she goes, oh, my gosh, he's dating my best friend. I don't think it's going to last long because they're polar opposite. Okay, I like this. <laughs> like, so, so she's like, so, he eats kale. Like, she's like, literally every time she talks about him, I always think of you. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like, what are the odds that, like, this guy yeah. that you were saying, and then my coworker. Some soulmate stuff. <laughs> oh, this is real. And she said he's half Serbian. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And he knows that you are, too. <laughs> Wait, so... They're not together what? anymore, though. But what I'm following crazy... up right now. As soon as it's over, <laughs> I'm following up immediately. I would like a tonight. live text on the podcast. Yeah. How right crazy now. is that, though? Is that not such a small world? I don't know why, but the moment you said, this is what you said to me, I'm just looking for a guy 
that when I say let's go to church at to the eleven o'clock service, he's like, "Yeah, let's go." And right when you say this, I'm like, I can see over you in the service you were in that Sunday. This guy just like it's like a light from heaven. <laughs> Angels flew down, picked up this Serbian body. <laughs> Ushered him to the second row, seat four, because you're in seat three, and sat him next to you. And it was like, oh. It really is so crazy because I was like, what What are the odds? And, like, she literally kept saying to me, she's like, every time she talks about him, I'm like, this is literally Tanya in male form. You were there, Mark. I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. This, I, he lives in the five-county region. I'm happy. I'm just period. <laughs> so let's go for it. <laughs> I, I tend to date guys that don't live in L.A. <laughs> yeah. and Mark Th- that is not good. That's not good. No, that is a not, 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 not a good Not plan. an ideal situation. No. Yeah. Um, okay, well, thank you so much. You're thank the you best. For, this is so fun. So fun. So the next time I come on, you'll be dating this guy. <laughs> and uh, wow. And you'll we'll, be officiating the yeah, ceremony. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Honestly, I want to know an update. Yes. I need to, there needs to be some follow-up here. Yeah. Our listeners will want it. They deserve it. They, they deserve, deserve it. Yeah. They just they have earned it. They've earned it. That's true. They've really invested. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Chad. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, he's so great. He really is. Yeah. That really I think it meant a lot to him to be on the show as, <laughs> as it should, as we are people's, people's choice, choice award winners. Um, but I'd like to talk about talk space. Um, Today's show is actually sponsored by Talkspace. It's the online therapy company um, that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. And all you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. So that means you can improve your mental health, even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past to go see someone in person. Yeah. And remember that therapy isn't just about venting uh, your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. So I try to practice self-health by working out, obviously, um, building community and challenging myself to daily goals. But sometimes you just need a little extra help, and that's why Talkspace is something scrubbing and stands behind. Yeah, the Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. So to match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Becca and use code Becca to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Becca and Talkspace.com slash Becca. Amy Sugarman in the house. Oh, she just delivered a gift. Gifts. Gifts. Are these gifts to them from you? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, let's can they open them on the air? You great. get one too, Mark, but yours oh. is in another room. Okay, great. This is everybody's thank you for being so wow. awesome. The, pro- the yeah. box is yeah, a the Prada box. box. Becca is getting hers open first. Tanya's struggling with the ribbon. Always. And now Becca wow. is inside. And <gasps> this is amazing. This is so good. It's, it's um, a, a money card, pouch. Yeah, like a, a credit card ID holder and weirdly i've been researching them because my other one's like looking old and shabby mine too 
Amy, this is like way too nice. Oh, you guys work so hard and you do such a good show and I'm so proud of you I wish I could show. I'm going to have to do a story so you can see it, but it is is beautiful. Like literally, mine's so janky, the one that I have right now. So this comes out of perfect Because if you think about it, nobody needs a full wallet. I never use money, credit card, and then put your phone in your pocket. Yeah. This is like, and it's perfect for going out. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Mark likes his gift in the other room. Do you want me to go get it? Okay. Okay, I'll go get it. Um, While Amy goes, should I share my idea? Yes. Okay. So, since we get one award. We think. We think. At most. At At most. (laughs) We might get half. We don't know. I'm thinking... What if we did a little thing like kind of the sisterhood of the traveling pants and we each took the award home for like a week and I, I'm going to buy a little journal that that goes with the award. And in the journal each week that one whoever on the show has the, the award at their house, you write in the journal like what the what you did that week with the with the People's Choice Awards. So like, let's say I wish you're so serious right now. No, I'm really serious. I know, but like your face is serious. So like we log each week. So every person, so, and then to top it off, so it goes through every person that works on the podcast. They get it for one week and they mark down the dates that they have the People's Choice Award with them, what they experienced with the People's Choice Award. And then our very last week, we send it to one listener that has dedicated she dedicated a lot of time and energy into voting and getting us this People's Choice Award. So she gets it for the last week. Of its round, and then after it's been to all the places, we can read about like where the People's Choice Award went and like you mean what it's it like saw. A flat Stanley. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking like the Sister to the Traveling Pants type thing, but yeah, did we get an award. We're supposedly yeah. allegedly getting one, one, one. Now, can we buy another? <laughs> I don't know. Who this emailed from who? Becca. Did someone email you? Uh, yeah. Well, no. I think Allie. Someone told Allie that it was being delivered to me. Sometimes you can. Hey, so that you can have one too, Tanya. No, I'm giving it to Tanya. <laughs> well, I was saying we should do this with it. So, like, it travels to each person that works okay, on the podcast. I need a hand count for everyone else in the room. We journal and Who's then we send it. journal their activities with the People's Choice Award? I, I didn't say you. You don't get the I Tanya's, said everyone Tanya's else. hand is up. <laughs> and Becca, yours is not. I could see Easton journaling, too. Easton, I, I think, would do it. Easton would do more, like, funny Instagram stories documumenting it. I don't yeah. think he'd write down. He would That's take it different. on Space Mountain. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, to, and then for our listener to get it for a week, how but, cool is that? That part's great, but, like, what are you going to do with the award? So you're going to, like, take it places? No, but, like, let's say I have it. So the week I have it, like, let's say I have a boy over for dinner or something. I'll and be like, oh, like, he saw, like, the PCA saw me making braggy? out with blah, blah, that blah. That feels so braggy. Braggy? No, it's cool. It, it could be a conversation piece, but it would no, be no. like if he asked about it. No, no, no. He has nothing to do with it. It's just there. But like the, what I'm saying is the People's Choice Award saw me on a date with oh. Johnny or whatever his oh, name so is. she's taking it to a weird yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, weird level. Yeah. It's no, not a... Personifying. Uh, like if it were yeah. a moon man and it was like a person and he was watching, but it's just... Thing, and then, like, I could take bar. it. Like, I could take it to church with me on oh. Sunday and be like, "Okay, this was the message from church on Sunday." And like, come on, it's so cute. It's heavy. I think that doesn't sound fun. It's it's so Tanya, cute. It's and then we have a little journal, and then we get to share it with our listeners of like where it's been, and then it's gonna go to our 
the listener that like runs our Twitter and Instagram account what I think. go to all the listeners and they pass it around like the traveling that. pants. That's, That's cool. I was toying with that idea, but then I was like, I don't love the idea of it going out of state. <laughs> yeah, Makes maybe our local our local issues. listeners. <laughs> it made me a little nervous sending it out of state. I feel like you should journal it and like. Show us how you want it to go, and then maybe we'll get inspired to do it. One step at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. so the first week I get it? Yeah, 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 of course. Maybe maybe after the first few weeks. I have an idea. How about you get it for the first year, and each week you post a photo with it traveling around? That sounds good. Fine by me. I wanted to give everybody some love, but I'm happy to journal and take it for the year. Honestly, I just want to see what you envision before I take it into my own hands. So I just want you to do it. Show us what you journal about. and Maybe then, write a song for it. Yeah, yeah. Anything, really. Yeah. yeah you can do whatever you want. The world is our oyster, yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of writing songs, I hope everyone has seen Tanya's Thank You Seacrest. Uh, oh, my God. Heard it and seen the video that we posted. <laughs> they posted it in the, in the Facebook oh, they group, did? Okay, and good. people were getting quite a chuckle. By the way, speaking of the Facebook group, again, so much love on there. I, I think her name was Jasmine. She posted on Thursday or Friday that she came out to her parents, and her parents rejected her. I and she posted that. about I that. that. And I'll... the love from the Facebook know, group just yeah. warmed me. It was, was so, so great that she now has all of these people. And so many people said, uh, direct message me. Talk. I'll, I'm here to talk anytime yeah. you need to talk. And that's it's so great. It I'm is so, so happy. great. All right. Uh, you wanted to get to this uh, email, Tanya. From Anonymous. Hi. I feel really embarrassed that I'm saying this, but I'm 27 years old and I cannot put in a tampon. I've tried mirrors to look. Reading magazine articles, but I just can't figure out how to put it in. I don't have insurance, so I can't make an appointment with a gyno. I've never been sexually active. I feel so dumb. What was your first experience like putting in one? Is there a best brand to start with? I need help. I have to wear pads all the time, and it sucks. Also, what advice do you have so people can't tell you're on your period? Like, how do you get yourself to not smell? Love you guys. I voted for you every day from Anonymous. She'd be, she, maybe we should send her the People's Choice Award. She voted every day. I love this because my first tampon experience was... Oh, <laughs> oh no. So I was at my dad's house oh, yeah. when I got my period. And my bless his heart, he um, bought me like the OB tampons that you put oh, in yourself. There's you, no applicator. Yeah. And this was my first tampon experience. So I don't really know. And the only reason I needed a tampon versus a pad was because I was going to a pool party that day. And it was my very first period. Okay. So he brings me back this OB. I don't put it in all the way. I go, in the, oh, I go no. in the pool oh, and I come God. out to my dad and I was like, Dad, is it supposed to fill up with water? <laughs> what? You didn't do it right. Oh, no. It, uh, you should tell people your dad's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, my dad's oh, a doctor. Yeah. But still, I mean, he's not like, it's not like he like show. He just kind of right. told he's me not how to like do it. He didn't show it. Yeah, he didn't show me. So I just was like guessing. And I, I got it like halfway up. And I guess I thought it was just like supposed to be like a cork. You know, like it doesn't go all <laughs> the way in. in. <laughs> it just plugs. <laughs> that so the whole, whole bottom part was so, filled with water. And I was like. so painful. Yeah. Because when you don't get all the way in, it isn't. Very uncomfortable. What's yeah. the person? Oh, okay. it's anonymous. I'm going to give, I. this is my advice, because I went, my mom, I thought, was about to murder me, because I went through so many boxes of failed attempts, and I would just, like, if I didn't get it, I'd throw it away. <laughs> and my mom's like, why don't you have any? You're not getting any of them in here. <laughs> I bought you, like, two boxes. It is so hard. When you don't know what you're doing, it's hard. This is the advice I would give, though. Feel down there with your finger, figure out where, <laughs> is this no, it's no, fine. Okay. You can totally say this. And, and feel where it's supposed to go. And 
use your other hand to basically guide where your <laughs> finger is. So that it, you going, I kind of have to go you have over to go, and up. You don't just go goes, up. It's you a slight go, oh. angle. And it takes a while. It's not like a natural feeling <laughs> when it goes in over the first I am happy to support Anonymous and that I am 44 and have never used one. I can't. I've I, never even tried. Your life will I've never change even tried. when you use well, tampons. Well, I think this ship has sailed. No, it's like the I'm ship 44. I only have like what six, ten more years to deal with this thing. <laughs> That's no, a long time. it's a long time. I'm never gonna try one. No, I'm. It's life <laughs> changing. A tampon versus a pad is like it changed. No, no, my... it's like it's like it's like a. Oh, this is gonna be a bad. Idea. <laughs> yeah, it's already Give it to us. We can't wait. Nervous. We're just yeah. like it's like a. If you're going for dessert, it's like having a Tic Tac or a chocolate sundae. It's not a terrible analogy. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, I feel like no one eats a Tic Tac, so you That's could have something. I have That's a weird question. Pad. Is there like a YouTube video she could watch? You know, there's probably and so also, many tutorials. Planned Parenthood, like, isn't that not as expensive or free? I need to Google that too. Mm-hmm. They should be able to help probably, with it. Yeah. I yeah. just feel, I really feel yeah, determined clinic. that she can do this. Oh, I own. have all the faith in the world that you, Anonymous, can can do it and, and do it well. Just remember there was an ang- it's a little bit of an angle and then up. And as far as the, as the other question, um, should she oh, do I it in the bathroom? Like, I don't, I'm just going to ask, like, because let's help this person. Like, over the toilet or, yes. like, standing oh, I up? I would literally put my leg up on the sink so I could <laughs> see it in the mirror. Like, yeah. I would just get... Because once you figure it out, then after the first time, it's like you have the feeling for it. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Like, do you think once you get it the first time, or do you need to get it, like, three times? Like, a couple of times. Like, yeah. a day's worth. Of, and then you get, a, get a light tampon so it's nice yeah. and small. Yeah, and get a light slide one. right in there. <laughs> yeah. Seems great. Avoid the OBs, because... Yeah. Yeah, make Lola, sure you have an applicator. What about she tries our Lola? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lola. Lola tampons are great. Um, it's just... Um, and also, look, I, mean, I have no oh, problem. The smell. The pad is no problem. <laughs> no, the pad is a gigantic problem. I do fine with it. No, no, no. <laughs> Life changing. I'm anonymous. Have, I actually want have... you to get this down and then and then write us a follow up email of how life changing it is. Okay. Because I want you to encourage Amy. As far as the smell, they have um probiotics are really good to oh, help really? balance pH levels of your vagina. All right, there you go. I can also solve that one. Just go to the bathroom and change it. Because she's talking oh, about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So just change Constantly it more change often it. than it says you need to. They no, also have, they have. Not um, bad. They Tanya's have face. She doesn't like that. Spray that, I use that. that you can spray to like neutralize. Um, I don't love that. I don't either. Oh, why? There's like chemicals and like, oh I like God. being clean down there. Okay. Organic tampons. I agree with you, Tanya. I like natural things going up there. Just and you're fine. Out. I'm sure like you're fine. <laughs> Sorry, that was so. That didn't I didn't mean for it to she sound like natural gross. things going out there? Yeah, because I, I didn't right. realize that tampons are just like dipped in bleach. Um, we sounds... believe in you, anonymous. Yes, and you can do this. I can't wait for you to do it. Yeah, same. you can go to the gym when you're on your period. Like you can do all. You can go swimming. <laughs> what else, Donnie? <laughs> The gym and swimming. Uh, All right. We also got one from uh, Christy about my septoplasty. I don't think this is interesting to anybody but me and Christy, so maybe I should just reach out to her. But it, oh, it. All right. Well, she's getting the same procedure I had done. She's getting it done on January 8th, as well as a turbinate reduction, which I also had. And I, by the way, you're looking at me like you don't know what that was. I never heard that word in my life until about a month ago. Turbinate. What is it? It's something that's up there, and they're shaped like balloons, and my guy made them shaped like pancakes, and then you have more airflow. Wow, happening. that mm-hmm. seems like a game changer. Uh, it's, it was a little bit. It wasn't enough, though, and that's why I'm have, I got the septoplasty. Anyway, 
She's very nervous about the process and the surgery and the healing afterwards because she had bad experiences. She got tonsillectomy and a wisdom tooth, and she had terrible recoveries. Oh. Look, mine went great. I had a fairly easy recovery. It, it, I, I was a little bit uh, low energy and low appetite for about a week, and I really was anxious to get that all back. It was getting a little frustrating, but I feel good now. Everything's fine. It was very little pain with both of them. So good luck to you. She's a pre-nursing major, and nothing grosses me out. So give me the dirty deets. I think I'll spare everyone the dirty deets, but it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. Haley just had hers last week. and uh, A septoplasty? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Tis the season. And she... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. You told me that, and I was wondering if it was the same thing that Mark yeah. had. Yeah. And uh, she... I was, like, prepared to... I didn't even... Like, I was expecting to have to, like, suck out, you know, stuff from the nose. And you're not? No, she like has just had like blood, like but she wears gauze under her nose, yep. and then it just changes when she when it bleeds, and that's it. That's I, it. I had mine it's like Thursday midday, and I had gauze Thursday and most of Friday, and then that was it. Oh, she's she's had it for a few days, but she uh, has like the tubes up here. Did they do that to you? No. Oh, I guess to like hold it open. I don't know, but she gets those taken out Thursday. But she mostly Sounds just painful. said she's uncomfortable. But they gave her painkillers. But she's she's taking like ibuprofen and stuff. It's yeah, not like I avoided the painkillers too. It wasn't bad. Yeah. So um, I feel Christy. I feel like I had my wisdom teeth out, and I mean, I had a pretty easy recovery, but. I feel like it can't be that much worse. Right? I think it's going to be fine. Christy, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're going to be able to breathe Breathe so it in 2019. Great. Yeah. Woo. Like Ariana Grande. Just keep breathing <laughs> and breathing and breathing and breathing. Uh, can we just thank some people real quick? Yeah. How about Amazon TV? Order a Fire TV of your very own at Amazon.com slash Scrubbing In. BioClarity. Get your first month for 50% off plus free shipping when you enter our code. Becca. Hey, Scentbird. Everybody here loved how Tanya and Becca smelled today, and you can too. Get 50% off your first month today at scentbird.com slash scrubbing in. HelloFresh. For $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Becca T60 and enter Becca T60. And Talkspace. Get $45 off your first month when you use the code Becca. And Creation Juice in Brentwood just dropped off juices. Yay. Wow. Thanks, Creation. Yay. Thank you, Creation. Okay, well, that does it for 2018. That's it. What a year it's been. You guys won a People's Choice Award. I'm Ta- sad that we're not going to do another one. Oh, 2019 is going to be so much better. It's two weeks. Yeah. We're back on Jan 7. It's okay. I know it's sad. <laughs> we need to end positive. Send people off to the holidays. Oh, everybody. Okay, it's vision board time. Oh, so- yes, it is. Oh, yeah, here she is. From- there she's back. <laughs> Tanya. From now. Until January 7th, everybody, let's make our 2019 vision boards. I will make mine. I already picked my word for 2019. It's going to be radiance. And so my board will depict that word for mm-hmm. 2019. And I will bring it in on our first podcast. And I'm really just excited about a new year. Let's do it, gang. Where will you be Christmas Day? With my family in Orange County. Where will you be New Year's Eve? TBD. Oh. oh. Becca, Christmas Day? Um, in Louisiana with my family. New Year's Eve? Maybe in Florida with my family. Nice. Maybe. T- what, you can I have a TBD. Back. She can have oh. a TBD. Well, we already discussed this. Oh. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't like a question mark. It was like a Florida exclamation point. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Where are you going to be? Yeah. I'll be in Franklin, Wisconsin with uh, my wife's family. Ooh, it's going to be a snowy Christmas. Hope so. Hoping for snow. Kids don't get snow. They get cranky because it's cold and miserable outside. Snow Amy- makes it fun. Yeah, snow makes it fun when you're that cold. Yeah. Amy, where will you be? Tahoe, Tahoe, and Tahoe. 
Uh, said an earthquake this morning. Oh my gosh, we do have them occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in San Francisco a little bit too. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay, well, happy 2019. I'm just so excited to start a new year with you guys. I already Thanks. miss you, and it's not we haven't even ended. I don't want the podcast to end. No, I guess I'm, getting my tea, I'm getting my TV <laughs> yeah, mounted. Becca's loading her new <laughs> yeah, wallet. Becca's one foot She's out just, the door, yeah. like, bye. <laughs> I'm, like, getting my new little <laughs> card holder loaded, and I got to go. All right, see ya. Are you calling it? I called it. You weren't here last time. Okay. Oh. Time of death? 12 just on the 12. nose. Just 12. <laughs> out of practice. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>